0: Today I would like to share a few thoughts very briefly on the key passage that was given to us today. Uh, It's taken from the first Chronicles chapter 29 verse 9. This is what we read. Then the people rejoiced because they had given willingly for with a whole heart they had offered freely to the Lord. Now, I would like to highlight three phrases, three important phrases that we see in this passage. One, they had given willingly. Then, they gave with a whole heart. Then, the, they had offered freely, and they offered freely to the Lord. <clears throat> Once a person told me, Pastor in every church, only eight percent give liberally. But others, you have to encourage, motivate, and sometimes pressurize to give to the Lord. Once C.H. Uh, Spurgeon, a great uh, evangelist, shared this experience with us. <clears throat> he said once he happened to go to a particular congregation, and after preaching usually the preacher would send his hat. In those days, they didn't have the offertory bags. So the preacher used to send the hat and people will put an offering in the hat. So in that particular congregation, we don't know whether they didn't understand the significance of passing the hat. So when Spurgeon, after preaching, passed his hat, everybody passed it on without putting anything. And when the pastor received the hat and gave it to uh, Dr. Spurgeon, he saw it's empty. But he took the hat, lifted it high, and started praying. Lord, we thank you for this wonderful congregation. And he went on and on and finally said, Lord, I thank you for this congregation because it's a wonderful congregation in which... At least I was able to get my hat back. Here we see the people of Israel during the time of King David donated liberally. And the king also donated. And the whole people rejoiced in the Lord. And with regard to their offering, we have three beautiful verses. First, I would like to concentrate on how they gave, that is, with what attitude they gave. Secondly, I would like to share with you about the life they led and gave the offering. And thirdly, I would like to share a few things about how they gave or what they gave. Now, let's take the first phrase. They had given willingly. It talks about about the heart or the mind with which they gave offering. They were not forced to give the offering. They gave voluntarily, without any grudge. And everybody rejoiced because people brought more. And it was not made a mandatory of course, we all know that God made people to give a mandatory offering, that is tithe, ten percent. But here we see people giving more and more, and they were giving willingly. Particularly, the same thought is emphasized by St. Paul in second Corinthians chapter nine, verse seven, where we read, "Each one must do." As he has made up in his mind, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves cheerful giver. So today, we are gathered here to give voluntarily, cheerfully, not grudgingly. Not because we have an annual Thanksgiving festival, not because the pastor has announced it not because the secretary and treasurer and the pastor visited the houses and encouraged you to come. No, you have come here to give voluntarily, cheerfully. Now, let me share with you two reasons why we should give voluntarily. One, as we read in Psalm 116, verse 12 and 13, this is what we read. What shall I render to the Lord For all the benefits, for all his benefits to me, I will lift up my cup of salvation and call on the name of the Lord. Here we see Psalm is saying, I will offer because God has given me many, many blessings. Today, we are not really gathered here to thank God for the material blessing that we have received for the food that we have, or the shelter, or the basic needs, but for also the spiritual blessing. That's why we have added the gospel portion, where we read Jesus Christ condemning the people, seeking Him just because He performed the miracle of feeding of the 5,000. So when they ran after Him, He said, Are you coming here? Because I performed the miracle and fed you. Then he said, I am the bread of life. I am the spiritual blessing. Don't just seek the material bread, but seek the spiritual bread. That's me. In other words, we are here to think of all the blessing that God has given to us. Material, spiritual, temporal, and eternal. Earthly blessing and heavenly blessing. So remember all the blessings that God has given you for the past one year. God has really blessed our families. Many people got married. Many people got jobs. Many got promotions. And God has blessed us with children. And God has given us many, many blessings. When we fell sick, God healed us, particularly. I was impressed by um, the news that I got from Ewart school. I asked them uh, why there is so overwhelming response from the schools. We simply invited some children to compete in the singing competition and the drawing competition. But they said we will send 200 children. Another school said we will send 90 children. So we were wondering how we are going to manage and asked the principals. And they said, Pastor, after this pandemic, this is the first competition that our children are going. So they are so interested in participating in the competition, that's why they're coming here. Yes, many have been affected by the COVID, myself, my wife and son, we all three were affected, but God healed us. Today, as we gather here, let's thank God for the good health and strength that God has given us. So think of all the blessing, along with the psalmist, let's also say, what shall I render to the Lord for all his benefits to me, to my family, to our congregation? Secondly, there's one more reason for us to give voluntarily. That is, in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 9 and 10, this is what we read. Honor the Lord with your wealth and with the first fruits of all your produce. Then your barns will be filled with plenty and your vats will be bursting with wine. In other words... We should never, never forget that when we give to the Lord, we are really honoring God. Someone said, when he visited a particular congregation, there was an elderly person. When the offertory bag was passed, he touched it and then placed it on his forehead and then gave the offering so the pastor after the service asked him why are you doing it are you doing it because uh, you are a hindu convert it's your old practice and he said no pastor after joining the church after being baptized i have a different perspective Whenever I see the offertory bag, I not see I do not see it as a bag. I always see it as the hand of God stretched out and asking me to give an offer for his ministry. He put it in a Tamil in a beautiful way. Aya oru paya Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, whenever you offer things, you are not giving to the pastor, not giving to the people, but you are giving to the Lord. You are honoring God. When you give tithe, yes, you are honoring God. Somebody came up with this brilliant idea. He said, when you put tithe, 10%, that's not your offering. And I asked him to explain, what do you mean by that? He said, see, the 10% belongs to the Lord. As we read in the scripture, the first fruit belongs to the Lord. So the 10% is belongs to the Lord. So when you give tithe, you are just giving what belongs to the Lord. That's not your offering. Whatever you give more than 10%, that's your offering. In other words, the Lord wants us to give voluntarily and cheerfully. Let me move on to the second phrase. They gave with a whole heart, whole heart. In King James Version, this is what we read. The word is this, perfect. They gave with perfect heart. In Tamil, we read Uttama Yirdayatode, perfect heart. In other words, there is a connection, close connection between our offering and our heart, our mind. And then there is a close connection between the offering and our life. Let me illustrate. In Hebrew chapter 11, verse 4. This is what we read with regard to Abel's offering. It says, by faith, Abel offered to God a more acceptable sacrifice than Cain, through which he was commended as righteous. God commended him by accepting his gifts, and through his faith, though he died, he still speaks. So when God appreciated Abel's wife, Abel's offering, he appreciated it and accepted for a particular reason. What exactly is the reason? Why did God accept Abel's offering and rejected Cain's offering? Someone came up with a brilliant idea. He said, see, our God is a non-vegetarian God. When Abel gave uh, sheep or meat, God accepted it. What did Cain give? He gave vegetables, so God rejected. That's not the right reason. But if you look at Genesis chapter 4, there we read the reason. Genesis chapter 4, verse 3 and 4. In the course of time, Cain brought to the Lord... An offering of the fruit of the ground, and Abel also brought of the firstborn of his flock, and of their fat potions. And the Lord had regarded Abel and his offering, but the Cain and his offering he had no regard. In other words, the scripture portion clearly says that Abel's offering was different in the sense he was very choosy in with regard to what he was going to offer to the lord the scripture says he brought the first bonds and among them the f- fat portion but with regard to the offering of uh, cain those qualifying words are not there so god accepted the way In which you give your offering. Are you giving the best to to the Lord? He gave the firstborn. Whereas Cain did not give the first fruits. So God looks at your heart with which you give. And also he looks at your life too. Now how does it come? Come out clearly in the passage. If you look at verse 7. There we read... God saying to Cain, why are you angry? Why are you angry? And why has your face fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? And if you do not do well, sin is crouching at the door. In other words, God not only saw just the difference between the offerings... But he also saw the difference, different lives that Cain and Abel led. Let me explain it. There is a story in Hebrew tradition that talks about how Cain killed Abel. It says, Abel was very obedient son, always doing good. Cain, violent person. He always delighted in harming other people. He rebelled against his parents. So he was not doing well. One day, Cain got an idea. Why can't we kill Abel and possess the whole world? So he came, one day he came to Abel's tent and asked him, See, the whole villa the whole world belongs to us. We can divide these things that we have in this world in two ways. One, movable things and immovable things. Now, if in order to have a peaceful uh, life, we will divide it into two, and you take one part, I will take the other. You take the movable things, sheep, cows, and all other things. You take movable things. I will take immovable things, like plant, trees, and other things. And Abel innocently accepted, it seems. Then after some days, Cain again woke him up in the morning and said, Abel, You have violated our agreement. And Abel was confused. He said, no, I am tending my sheep. That's all. I didn't take yours. And Cain said, see, our agreement is all the moving things belongs to you and immovable things belong to me. Now, this land is immovable. This land in which you are staying and you allow your cattle to graze, this land belongs to me. So you cannot stay here. And he chased Abel away. So Abel moved to another place. Again Abel came came there and said the same thing, move away from this place. And the story ends in this way, Cain chased Abel from one place to the other and finally killed him. Even though we don't have this story in the Bible, it is there in the Jewish tradition. But it correlates with what God had said. God said, Cain, I'm not seeing any difference between the offering." Okay, you gave something. It's okay. But I see the difference in your life. Now, if you look at the passage clearly, you will come to know this is what we read. The Lord regarded for Abel and his offering. Now, let's see what God had said with regard to Cain. But for Cain and his offering. God rejected. In other words, before God rejecting your offering, God has to reject you. Before God accepts your offering, God has has to accept you and your life. This comes out with, uh, with regard to another passage that we read in Matthew chapter 5, verse 23 and 34. Again, we see Jesus Christ giving imports to offering. And how you give your offering. He says, you come to offer something at the altar. Suddenly you remember that your brother or sister has something against you. It's not that you have something against the other person or your brother or sister. If someone has, your brother and sister has something against you, don't put the offering. Just leave it there. Go and reconcile with your brothers, go and reconcile with your sister and then come and place your offering. Many a time people think that we can have a good relationship with God. It's not necessary that we should have good relationship with other people. Once a pastor received a subscription cover through post, by post. And nowadays it's become very common. Somebody, some people give come to the church office and pay the subscription also. But the pastor was uh, puzzled because the person, a lady, a widow, she comes to the church every Sunday. She could have offered the subscription cover during the service. So the pastor was wondering why she sent the subscription cover by post. So, on next Sunday, she asked her, why did you send the cover by post? And she said, Pastor, I didn't send it. No, we got the cover and got the money. See, last week, when we were out, someone broke my house. And took all the jewels, all the money that we have kept. Along with that, the subscription cover was also missing. What does that imply? The thief had taken everything and he kept all the articles and money. But he didn't want to keep the subscription cover. Why? Why? He was afraid of God. He thought he should not take God's money, but he can take other people's money. She was a widow. She was living alone. She needs the money. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, before we offer, a, we offer things to God, look at your life. You, if you have any things against God, If God has something against you, confess your sins to God. If you have a broken relationship, tell the Lord, Lord, I will mend my relationship with my brother or sister or one of your relatives or your colleagues. Because before God accepts our offering, He has to accept us. Let me come to the third one and close. The third phrase is, they had offered freely. If you read verse 1 to 5, we come to know how generously the people of Israel gave to the Lord. Now, there is an important reason for giving. That is, they had the vision of building a temple for the Lord. Now, there is a New Testament passage that clearly talks about another group of people giving voluntarily to the Lord. And St. Paul appreciates them. In 2 Corinthians, chapter 8, St. Paul talks about Macedonians, Greek people. They were giving generously. Now, with regard to their offering, this is what St. Paul says. For they gave according to their means, as I can testify, and beyond their means, of their own accord. Why did they give beyond their means? There is a particular reason. In the same verse, this is what we did. For the favor of taking part in the relief of the saints. The important phrase is, relief of the saints. The historical background is this. At that time, the people in Israel were affected by famine. No food. And most of the Christians have come from the poor background. So the church started collecting donations from other people. St. Paul also went out and reached out to other people. He appealed to the Greeks and Romans, and other people belonging to other races. And he said, the people in Jerusalem, the Jews, are suffering without food. Why don't you donate? The Macedonians donated freely. Beyond that means. Why? They had the vision. When I give the money, someone is going to be benefited. Someone's hungry, someone is hungry in somewhere, but they are going to receive food. To your brothers and sisters, surprise, those visions made them to give freely. And today, let me close with this. God has given three visions for raising funds through this harvest festival. One, of course, to maintain our church. And this year, we celebrate 120th anniversary of the laying of the foundation stone for this church. It was built 1903. And we have been enjoying God's presence here in this holy place we have to maintain this beautiful church. Another reason, we are planning to reach out to the people in Manipur. Particularly, we are going to help those people with medicines, other medical equipments, helping one way or the other. Yes, the churches have been demolished, we know that. But along with that, even the hospitals were demolished. If God willing, you'll we'll be able to build a clinic over there and help those people the third vision that God has given us that to build a church in a rural area and this year we have chosen the pastorate Thurukarukundram, which is a pilgrim center and there God has raised his own people they don't have a church so we are planning to build a church Not only that, as we do here in this church, we are planning to help the people to come up in life. In other words, build the people. We are planning to start a tuition center there. We are planning to give counseling to the young people. And we are going to do career guidance. So, in these ways, we are planning to build the church as well as the people in a rural area. These are the good reasons Why we should give freely to the Lord. Let's keep a moment of silence. And think. With what mind we are gathered here to give to the Lord. Are you giving freely or out of compulsion? are you here to give voluntarily willingly yes god loves cheerful giver as you offer to the lord before god accepting your offering he has to accept you your life your actions your relationship with your brothers and sisters. Yes, Lord. We accept that we have failed in many ways. But at this time, as we gather to offer things to you, Lord, if you point out to some people, With whom we have to get reconciled. Help us to reach out to them, O Lord. Help us to be reconciled with those people. So that you may accept our offering, O Lord. Yes, Pastor. We don't have any enemies here. You don't want us to have any enemies here. Even though people come against us. We are called to pray for them. We are called to bless them. O Lord. As your children. Help us to do these things. And be reconciled with other people. Oh Lord. Help us to give freely. Help us to give beyond our means. Because you have given us. Three wonderful visions to maintain our church, to reach out to the people in Manipur, to reach out to the rural people in our own diocese. We have this beautiful church. There are many places where we don't have churches, they just worship under the trees. Lord, we know that you are motivating us to build churches in rural areas. And our church has been building many churches in rural areas. Now, this year, you're encouraging us to build one more. But along with that, help us to build the people over there, oh Lord. Lord, thank you for blessing all our efforts to organize this Thanksgiving festival in a wonderful way. Lord, we give all glory to you. Yes, As we pray here, we know that there are many people being killed in different parts of this world. Palestine, the Gaza Strip, and Israel, and Lebanon, and Ukraine. Yes, Lord, we seek your intervention in these places. Speak to the leaders and give them peace, O Lord. In the midst of chaos and confusion, we thank you for being with us. Thank you for blessing us. Help us to be grateful to you always, all through our life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Having heard the word of God, let us stand and confess our faith through Nicene Creed found on page number 37, 37. I believe in one God, the Father and Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, one in being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and all, and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, was born of the Virgin Mary, and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under the Pontius Pilate. He suffered, died, and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in fulfillment of the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living of the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come, amen. Please be seated. Now, announcement will be made now.
1: Good morning and a hearty welcome to each one of you. Uh, I see quite a few uh, new faces and uh, to all the first time worshipers, we extend a special welcome. Uh, This time being the harvest festival we actually been able to put a bookmark and uh, Can I request those who are worshipping with us for the first time to please stand and our youngsters would want to give you a small bookmark Just stand wherever you're seated This is for you to remember us. Those who receive the bookmark can sit. Thank you. Welcome once again. Uh, our evening service is scheduled for 6 p.m. Uh, and our preacher and pastor uh, would be Reverend Devaputram. He will speak on the topic, Reasons for Christian Giving. I think it is raining outside, but I would like to... Uh, it's drizzling outside, but I think we'll still want to thank our Lord for answering our prayers. The weather, I think, is, is fine. Uh, and I think though it's drizzling, I'm sure we can deal with it. On behalf of our past friend, the LCC, we extend our heartful thanks for the warmth, encouragement, and support. Each one of you members have uh, contributed, have shown, especially the LCC, uh, our previous committee, the current committee, we all work very closely together, and thank you for all the support that you provided in preparation for this harvest festival. A couple of announcements related to the process today. Communion today is a communion service, and we have a practice here where uh, you'll be ushered, you know, to uh, to the communion. So uh, please don't queue up. You please don't line up. Ushers will come to your to your pews, and they will guide you. And so we'll actually ha- we'll have some order where, when the ushers guide you, you actually uh, line up uh, at the. Uh, at the altar, and once you receive the communion, please stay there, the pastor will say grace, and then we all leave. We're overwhelmed with the response from schools and institutions uh, for the competition. I think we're going to have almost like 282 students. Some of you are possibly here. Welcome, thank you very much for coming. I'm hoping the competition that you will participate in will be exciting and it'll be useful for you. We will be having this competition on the three halls on the left-hand side of the building. We're going to have registrations after this. So I would uh, uh, suggest that any, everybody who's come here for a competition, who are those who are outside and inside, you have to register. Your names are already there. So they will give you tags, they'll give you numbers, which is what will go on those sheets that you draw on or for the singing. The drawing and painting competitions will be held for 40 minutes. Right, and the singing competition will be held in the church. so those who are going to sing, after registrations, you'll come back to the church. Uh, we're going to present the uh, awards at around about 12:30, uh, around about 12:30, because I think it will take this, that kind of time for us to finish everything, and the awards will be presented on the right-hand side. There's a stage on the right-hand side, my right-hand side, and that's where the awards will be presented. We have uh, counters for coupons on, on just in the front, and all uh, purchases, all transactions in the stalls will be only through coupons. Uh, we are not going to accept cash, so please don't go to the co- counters and, and, and give cash. So it'll all be coupons, and I'll uh, urge you to buy those coupons right in the front. The stalls, many of you I'm sure is raining, so some of you may want to take away food and there are takeaway containers available, and there are a price of rupees 10 and 20. It's a, there's a separate stall where we're going to actually have these containers available. But nonetheless, most of the stalls will also have some containers, so you can actually ask for the container and take one of them. Thank you very much for, the, for participating well with the, with the raffle tickets. Uh, we would have the raffle uh, happening next Sunday, and the, and the prizes hence will be announced then. Biryani, for all of you who have uh, taken biryani tokens, would be distributed at around about 1 PM today. Breakfast also uh, the stalls here are colored, so the red-colored stalls are breakfast stalls. So uh, I'm sure uh, those who have not had breakfast are welcome to come and have breakfast. The, the red-colored stalls will have uh, breakfast. The blue-colored stalls will have uh, food, but you know, they're light eats and snacks and other food. The green banner stalls are for games, and the charcoal gray color for anything else that you want to buy. The pastor will uh, bless and release a souvenir after this announcement. Now, most of you who are new to the church, you may not really know where to locate things. We'll try our best to support you. Uh, All of us, uh, all people that you see who are wearing blue t-shirts are members of our church and uh, they were privileged to have those T-shirts provided to them early morning, so they all changed. And uh, uh, the younger ones and the older ones, so uh, you can can ask them, you can go up to them and ask for anything, and they'll be kind enough to support you with anything that you need. Anything that you need, right, please go up and ask them. For our members of the congregation, I would request you to uh, actively participate in the auction Uh, We'll try our best with with the drizzles to do things as much as we can. You may have to bear with us with a little bit of water on the seats. We are trying our best to clean the uh, uh, chairs up and make sure that it is as dry as possible. But please pray along with me that the sun shines and everything looks good. May God richly bless us and use us for his kingdom. Thank you very much for your support and prayers.
0: On behalf of myself and the congregation, I also extend a warm welcome to all the newcomers and who have come from different churches and different institutions. Especially we have people from Kalyani Hospital and people from St. Matthias's and other churches, and we have children from Ewards, Matriculation High Secondary School, as well as e Global uh, School. I thank all of you for participating in this worship. And after this, I request you to assemble outside, near the stage, where we will have the inauguration function. So I encourage you to participate in the sale, as well as in the auction. Uh, we encourage each and every family to bring one article for auction, and take one article through our auction. So I thank all of you who have extended your cooperation, your participation in the Harvest Festival. We especially thank those who are donated liberally, and those who have sponsored many of the expenses And many people have participated in this arrangement and in working hard to reach out to people. So I thank each and every one of you for your wholehearted participation in the Harvest Festival. Now with regard to the auction, I would like to share just one thing. Uh, We normally give three months time to pay uh, for the articles that you take through auction. So this year, since we are having it in October, the Harvest Festival, we would like to give three months' time. That is till January end, you can take time to pay for the articles that you take for through auction. I also like to insist that in all the stalls, give the tokens or the coupons. Give tokens and buy articles. And you can uh, pay through GPay or through cards or in cash in the counter counters for selling tokens. Above all, I thank you for your prayers. Last night we had heavy showers here in this area. And God has stopped it so that we could unitedly spend this day in fellowship and festivity. T-shirts, you can approach the uh, church office and get your T-shirts if you're already booked for it. Bands of marriage. I published the Bands of Marriage between Miss, Doctor Miss J A Amelia Elizabeth, daughter of Mr. Uh, sorry, Doctor M J Arpudaraj, and Mrs. V Rita Nyanar Ruby Arpudaraj, a member of CSI Trinity Church, Avadi Pastorate, and Mr. S Godwin Emmanuel, son of. Mr. J. Samson J. sealan and Mrs. Grace Selvarani Samson, members of Holy Cross Church, Kamaraj Nagar Pastrate, Arvideen. Since the wedding is going to take place in this church, we call this pants. If any of you know any just cause why these two persons should not be joined together in marriage, you are to declare it in writing to the pastor of this congregation. Let's pray for them. Loving God. You are the author of family life. Now you are the one. Who has decided to unite. Amalia. And Godwin together. As husband and wife. Lord we humbly ask you to bless. The wedding service. As well as the reception program. Lord help. Godwin and Amelia, to realize that you are the one who is going to unite them in marriage. Lord, help them to hold on to you and receive a blessed family life, O Lord. Bless all the preparations. Let both the families pray and do everything for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.